Don't touch that dial. It's the American Grooves Radio Hour with your host, Joe Laura. Afternoon, evening, January 1st, 2023, and I'm happy to be one of the first people to wish you a happy new year. And that was Blind Gary Davis, better known later on as Reverend Gary Davis, at his first ever recording session in 1934 or maybe 35, I Am the Light of This World. And I want to dedicate that tune to Yorma Kalkinen and G.E. Smith, I had the pleasure of hearing these two great 
performers, guitar players, storytellers at the church here in Sag Harbor at a very intimate concert. I was there with some friends. I've been seeing Yorma since around 1970, uh, first with the airplane, then with Hot Tuna. And it is great that this man has held on to his musical ideals and plays some of the great American music, roots music, still to this day, and plays it very well. Um, he has been a disciple of Reverend Gary Davis as a guitar player, and uh, he played this very tune that night with G.E. Smith uh, on second guitar, but that's the original. And, you know, when I was a kid, I didn't know where these songs came from. I, I straddled two worlds. I was totally interested and loved the music of my generation, which at that time was... The Beatles, Hot Tuna, The Grateful Dead, all the groups that were around in the early 70s. And um, I learned later that uh, some of these songs came from yet another source altogether. And uh, G.E. Smith, also a friend of mine, actually, out here in the East End. We all kind of know each other, all the local musicians. Uh, G.E. is a great band leader, great guitar player, one of the kings of the electric guitar, in my opinion. And he played... Um, a couple of oldies too. Here's what I think this is the version. There's been so many songs written about chicken. <laughs> and and GE did one that he probably remembers from when he was a kid that he learned from God knows where. But here is I think the version that he did. The one of the original versions, although the song was written at the turn of the century, here it was recorded around 1930-31 by the McGee Brothers, C-H-I-C-K-E-N, spells chicken, the McGee Brothers. Country schoolhouse where the dogs used to go. There lived a little doggy by the name of Ragtime Joe. One day the teacher called a class to spell one kind of bird. That sort of bird was chicken. Well, I could not spell the word. Teacher called on Ragtime Joe to spell that word to them. He didn't hesitate a bit. This is the way that he began. See, as a way to begin. H is the next letter N, I, that am the third, and C is the season on the word, K, I'm a fitting in, E, I'm near the end, C, C, K, N, that am the way to spell chicken. Cousin Johnson gave a concert in the old church house one night. He hired himself some talent who could sing and recite. So when the curtain was drawn, everything went wrong, you know. Until one donkey loudly yelled, yes, if I'm Ragtime Joe. He sang a ragtime Yukon song that didn't take so well. He said, I want to cross on that, so I guess I'll have to spell. And then he told the audience, he composed that chicken song. 
And when he spelled that word to them, he take the house by storm. See, is a way to begin. H is an excellent end. I, that am third. And C is a season of the word. K, am the fitting end. E, am near the end. C, ch, c, k, end. That am the way to spell chicken. So many of these tunes, like the one you just heard, were passed down. They, this one in particular began as a turn-of-the-century Tin Pan Alley-type pop tune. And, you know, it traveled to the medicine shows. It traveled to the country artists who recorded it in the late 20s, early 30s, like the McGee Brothers. It was in black vaudeville. It was sung by black bluesmen. And the lyrics changed through the years, a little bit here and there. And um, somehow uh, the songs survive 120 years, like that. And here's a case in point. Um, Hot Tuna, Yorma and Crowd, did uh, a version of the 99-year blues uh, back in the early days of Hot Tuna. I believe it was on their Burgers album around 1972 or 3. I remember when it came out, but I can't tell you what year. And Yorma and uh, GE played a version of it the other night. Here is what I believe is probably the first recorded version of it, uh, Julius Daniels. He was an African-American songster, meaning that he went back to the pre-blues era. He was a man that had folk songs, blues songs, pop songs in his repertoire. Very rural approach, wonderful guitar player. And here is his version of the 99-year blues and probably the version that everyone else got a hold of as it was reissued on the legendary anthology of American folk music in 1952 and brought an entire new audience to this tune.
a pick and a shovel without your brown coal mine, coal mine, coal mine, coal mine, coal mine, coal
Ragtime Henry Thomas, the first recorded version of Don't Ease Me In. That was one of the first tunes recorded by the Grateful Dead. Now, I didn't know that when I was listening to that band in the 1970s. And, uh, you know, they were clearly influenced by some of the jug bands and songsters and ragtime and blues performers that they heard on the Harry Smith Anthology and other places that reissued these 78s. You know, the band Canned Heat were unusual in that they also played some of the early 20s blues, but they were all record collectors. Everyone in the band, uh, uh, Richard Height, who was the bass player for a number of years, the brother of Bob Height, the, the lead singer in the band, told me what, that when they were touring around in the bus, they would stop in all these little towns and every one of them would head to the antique shops and they'd fight about the old 78s, blue 78s that they would find. Every one of them a record collector. And it shows in their interpretations of tunes. They did a Henry Thomas tune. Uh, uh, Thomas was probably born in the 1860s and besides playing that wonderful guitar he also played the pipes uh ancient instrument back to the slave days and he used that as part of his act and canned heat did that and in their version that we all know from woodstock going up to the country that that uh pipe sound came directly from Henry Thomas, and they copped that little melody, in, and they used it in that song. And there was his version of Don't Ease Me In. You know, now that Christmas is finally gone, you know, I, I was in and out of so many stores, both shopping for friends and family, but also grocery stores and purveyors of all kinds of foods and and chocolates and you name it. So I'm going to play three or four tunes. I'm going to dedicate it to the purveyors. And we're going to hear a little bit about how grocery stores and food trucks wound up in the vernacular of American music. First, probably the most absurd song about a butcher shop you could ever hear. Pete the dealer in meat. Thank you. 
Now, now, did you ever hear about Pete? Just that old man Pete. Now, Pete was a dealer in meat. Nice fresh pig meat. People come from miles and miles around. Little old man Pete moved into town. So Pete bought himself a store where people could come and eat more. And business was so great that Pete had to take under himself a mate. That one night he got in a fight. All the people wouldn't eat his meat just right. And business didn't turn out so good. So Pete started selling wood. And business didn't turn out nice. So Pete started selling rice. And then he took it in his head what? to start selling bread. And that's old man Pete, a wonderful dealer in meat. Uh, his business just grand, fine old meat man. They sing your prayer, pray the children, Lord, oh Lord. Through the crowd, 
girls wore nice, but it didn't serve no rice. And that little sandwich wagon on the Everything was nice, but they didn't serve no rice. That little sandwich wagon on the street, as recorded by the Chicago Rhythm Kings in that city in 1936 with New Orleans trombonist Roy Palmer leading the ensemble. Before that, Vance Dixon and his pencils. Vance Dixon was a clarinet player. That was recorded at the very end of the Columbia Race Records series in 1932 with one Papa Too Sweet on vocals. No one knows who that man is, but he was the one singing it. And um, anyway, we're purveyors tonight. We're playing tunes. We're dedicating them to the sellers of food and groceries and you name it. Now, here's a little blues tune along those lines. And this is by Lucille Bogan with Walter Rowland on piano, a great, basically, unknown and underrated pianist. He also played the guitar. He's backing up uh, her Lucille Bogan groceries on the shelf. My name is Piggly Wiggly And I swear you can help yourself If you don't find one, 
Doc Cook and his Dreamland Orchestra recorded in Chicago in 1926. What a band. That's the legendary Freddie Keppard on cornet. Oh, who else is in that band? Joe Garland is on it. Uh, uh, Jimmy Noon before he started his own band. Andrew Hilary on drums who went back to the ragtime era. I believe he played with James Reese Europe's band and stayed over in London for quite some time. Here he is in Chicago. And if you are just tuning in, this is Joe Lauro, and you are listening to the American Grooves Radio Hour, where every Sunday at 4 o'clock and then repeating at 10, we play all kinds of pre-World War II era 78 RPM records. We play the original records, the shellac right from the turntable to the airwaves, all from my collection or the collection of friends of mine who are so kind and courteous to send me recordings to use on the show. And you're listening to us right here at WLIW-FM Southampton over the air at 88.3 and serving Eastern Long Island and Southern Connecticut. 96.9 if you happen to be in Western Suffolk. And we're streaming at WLIW.org backslash radio and on all of your favorite streaming platforms. This is listener-supported WLIW-FM, Long Island's only NPR station. And we can't do it without you folks. If you tell the name of Jesus every while, 
If you keep his name ringing every while If you go, he will draw men on them When he asked for some water Her sin she tried to hide She come and telling my savior all about race pride But a woman if you just only knew the gift of God I came to draw men unto me Oh lift him up, that's all Lift him up in his word If you tell the name of Jesus every while If you keep his name ringing every while If you go, he will draw men on him
She's Got It, Sam Lennon and his band. What was it? It was a particular expression back in the late 1920s about that special person. You couldn't really describe what it was, in this case, a woman or a girl. And uh, it was such a hit and such a popular phrase and thing in the 1920s that they made a movie with the It Girl, Clara Bow. I think this... um, This song was right around the same time, 1928. Clara Bow was clearly the it girl. She certainly had it, whatever you want to call it. But all you've got to do is look at her, her vivacious charm and her beauty, and you'll know what everyone was talking about. And before that, the ethereal Washington Phillips playing his dulciola, a wonderful tune, uplifting song, lift him up. That's all. I love the theme of that tune. Washington Phillips recorded probably about 12 or 14 sides on Columbia Records. And Washington Phillips, I believe, his sound, his approach and what he was doing goes back really to the earliest days of American folk music. And there he was. Now here is King Oliver and his jazz band as recorded in Chicago, October 1923, with very young 22-year-old Louis Armstrong on second cornet. Here they are playing their New Orleans stomps. Thank you. 
Stray habits is mighty bad, but these old habits I've always had. Oh, hey, honey, can't you come out tonight? Well, I'll be down yonder in the sunny south, where the sunshine warm in my honey's house. Oh, hey, honey, ain't you coming out tonight? Well, you see my honey going across the field. She's winding and twisting like an automobile. Oh, hey, honey, don't deny your name. I got a good woman and she lives in town And when I'm gone she wears a morning gown Oh, hey, honey, can't you come out tonight? Well, you got a nickel and I got a dime don't mind, it'll all be mine. Oh, hey, honey, ain't you coming out Follow me down to my shack tonight. Oh, hey, honey, can't you come out tonight? Feeney's Barn Dance Band, one of the rarest of the rare country recordings from the late 1920s. Their version of Cocaine Habit Blues, but on the record label, it says Croquet Blues or Croquet Habit Blues, to be specific. And one wonders if they, if the record executives simply didn't understand what the singer was saying and it sounded like Croquet to them. But I think it's more like they were a little worried about putting Cocaine Habit Blues on an OK record label. But other labels did it. That title was used by the Memphis Drug Band on Victor. It was used on Brunswick by other groups. So who knows? But what I can assure you is there weren't too many country folks playing croquet in the in the hills of Tennessee back in 1928 when that recording was made. We'll never know. But, you know, it's about time for me to say goodnight. Thank you for listening to American Grooves. This is Joe Laro, and I'm going to leave you tonight with one of my favorite 
early country artists, Ernest Stoneman and his version of the tune, The Lonesome Road Blues, better known as Going Down That Road Feeling Bad. Good night, folks. Lord, I ain't gonna be treated this way. For I lost all the girl I ever had. Oh, I lost all the girl I ever had. Oh, I lost all the girl I ever had Lord, I ain't gonna be treated this way Oh, it's pack up your grip and hit the road Back up your grip and hit the road. Oh, it back up your grip and hit the road. Lord, I ain't gonna be treated this way. Down in jail on my knees Or I ain't gonna be treated this way Where they feed me on cornbread and cheese Oh, they feed me on cornbread and cheese. Oh, they feed me on cornbread and cheese. Lord, I ain't gonna be treated this way. Radio Hour is brought to you weekly on WLIW-FM Southampton, 88.3 on your radio dial, and at WLIW.org, and all streaming formats. 